Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. Here we are at episode 181. Well, last week's episode with Gavin Turk went down an absolute storm. But I suppose Gavin Turk, Gavin Turk, right? But equally, this week we've got something rather special. Well, today's episode is another one that was a real lot of fun to record. And it's an artist I showed with round about this time last year. It's Charlotte Colbert. Now, if you know Charlotte, you'll be aware that she's great fun and really bubbly to be around. And this episode is no different. I knew Charlotte was a sculptor and a filmmaker, but I was unaware until I was speaking with Charlotte in this episode that she'd crossed over into the world of feature film. Well, I'm pretty slow off the mark because I wasn't aware this wasn't her first. She's made several, and her latest is out this month, and it's called She Will. Apart from this movie, we touch on several of her previous works, including the one I mentioned earlier, which we were in together, but more importantly, we speak about her most recent artwork, which is part of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Trail. It's an artwork that I won't talk about, because Charlotte does a much better job than I ever could. Now, the recording of this episode is quite extraordinary. It was recorded over Zoom while Charlotte was on holiday in Greece, and all was going dandy until Charlotte had a power cut her end. She literally just vanished off the screen. Well, Charlotte phoned me up to tell me what was going on, and with a little bit of ingenuity and, <laughs> and quite a leap of faith, I ran and grabbed one of my children's Bluetooth speakers, connected it to my phone, and carried on the Zoom call, but with Charlotte on loudspeaker, only being about 60% convinced it was going to work. But it did. Superb. Wouldn't get this on talk art, would you? But anyway... 
please come and join me as I spoke over Zoom and on loudspeaker to Miss Charlotte Colbert. Having me. At the moment. I'm actually in Athens. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, which is oh, amazing. How hot is it there? It's hot enough here at home. It's really hot and it's, um, and it's very uh, busy. There's lots happening. And, you know, the Greeks, they, they know how to live. Like, they sit <laughs> on the, in the coffee shop plaza and you have, you know, everything is, like, very, you know, at a just much more better pace, basically. It's so good. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's really, um, yeah. Have you been? I haven't. I haven't been. Oh, my been. God. It's, I'm, I'm not very like well travelled at all, really. I, I, I don't know it very well, so it's really interesting to, to be here. Um, yeah, so there's a question that I ask each artist. How would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? Um, so I try to tell stories in different formats. Some film and some ceramic, uh, some photo using photography. So it's basically creating worlds and narratives and they sort of seep out in different ways and sort of pop into existence in, in ways that are sort of random and slightly uncontrollable. And I know that you work in, you might work in ceramics, film, various different mediums. Do you come up with the idea and put that in whatever medium works for the idea best or do you work in film uh, at one stage and your mind is totally on film and vice versa yeah it's really weird it's like um they all sort of feed into each other so actually in the film uh, um i've just done this film that's coming out in uh, july Hooray! um on the on the 20th <laughs> in cinema you can be um uh... yeah so that's exciting and basically yeah, it's weird, there's loads of... Sorry, did you say in the cinema? Yeah, it's coming out. Um, oh, it's wow. Like, um, uh, it feels like a, you know, it's like that crazy uh, post-COVID madness push, like, uh, you know, just amazing that, like, people are coming back to shared experience of, like, being together and... Can I and ask its name? So grateful. Yeah, it's called She Will. It's got all sorts of funny characters, like um, uh, Alice Fridge and Kota Eberhardt and Malcolm McDowell. Wow. And Rupert Everett, and it's yeah, so it's like a horror, but but it's got all the themes that are also uh, sort of uh, that I work through in my practice, like um, the power of the cellular and the power of memory. I think that you're really interested in as well. I've seen yeah, in your definitely. practice and stuff, um, the, the 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 idea of the past and how we carry that through, and how we reinvent that, and how we reclaim past traumas and past histories. And, um, and, and the wounds of the body and how they can become our strength um, and the wounds of the mind and how we can reappropriate those um, and, and the wounds of our ancestors and how we can reimagine them and re-push um, them into a different narrative. Um, and so I guess like funny enough, like it's, <laughs> it sort of comes out in these different formats, but the themes and the sort of world and the, and the, uh, the, the sort of, questions I guess they're at the heart of things uh, for me basically are explored in these different ways but it's funny because now thinking about your first question I feel like the the truth is probably what I'm trying to do is probably figure out shit that I'm sort of struggling with and that's and what like, we're all doing that's how know, we all exactly. go through life Charlotte isn't it eh? and none of us find out the answer do we do you think I don't 
tell me that. <laughs> don't tell me that. Maybe you, re- you resolve like one battle at a time and then you kind of like get through that and then and then you get another one and then you tackle that one in whatever way you can. But, you, you know, it's so interesting. Obviously, you're doing that in so many different ways yeah. as well, like through exploring other stories and your own and your work. And so it's so interesting. Well, I've got yeah. to know one of your artworks rather well. Would you pronounce it Mamaria? Oh, yeah. So I knew that rather well. It was shown at the Fulham Town Hall as part of Art in the Age of Now. And I was in that show as well downstairs. And yeah, you're, as as you're well aware, but I'm just describing it for the listener, your sculpture, which was maybe 10 feet tall, possibly, um, was in the middle of a big grand hall. Yeah, and, and the uh, room is amazing. Wasn't it? It's like this abandoned, this whole building is like insane. It's an abandoned town hall in Fulham. And it's all sort of like this faded grandeur of like, um, it feels very like a time warp, time Definitely. worm space. You yeah, know, dystopian. isn't it amazing? Dystopian kind of incredibleness of like this, this sort of, as you say, these big grand spaces, but uh, you know, that time has shown no mercy to and feel like just um, hit. Um, Well, your artwork was very ghost-like when you can't, because yours was there, possibly one of the first even to be installed. (laughs) And when you walk up this grand, but very derelict um, stairway and you come around into the main hall, you're met with your sculpture that was just very ghostly and cold and calm. And yeah, it was very lonely at at some points, you know? Yeah, and basically the piece itself is sort of, um, has got a a plaster finish and it's it's a sort of, how would you describe it? A sort of vegetable formation of of breasts that are healthy breasts and also unhealthy breasts and post-op and and, um, sort of in various states of droopiness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like life itself and, uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> various states of droopiness um <laughs> title of my autobiography <laughs> um basically and um and yeah it was interesting how it sat you're right and then the fact that um it was given quite a bit of space i, I really liked because um it then could cast a sort of long shadow um, and because it's sort of white with this sort of shadow behind it, as you say, it is interesting. I hadn't really thought of it as ghostly, but I think because the whole place is true, has that sort of ghostly thing. It maybe felt like some kind of creature that sort of, I don't know, clawed its way up there I'll in a random it, way. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. And I, I never know which way round it is. The stalagmites and the stalactites. Oh, when so when they're dripping down and sometimes you have one growing up and it looked like that in this derelict building, you know, because it was quite, I mean, I'm holding my hands up so in the air to you, <laughs> can see. Um, yeah, it was very, it, it went to a point, didn't it? Like a like um, a squirt of cream, if you like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like a sort of stem or whatever. I really like the idea of static tights. That's super cool. Maybe you um, should do another one from the ceiling coming from down. From the ceiling, that'd be amazing. <laughs> they can sort of meet yeah. each other. Yeah. God, that's super cool. I really want to go. It's like, that's the one thing I'd really, really love to do is go, I don't know, to those old caves, you know, where there's the first drawings of these, you know, incredible handprints that you feel, oh my God, I want to just imagine feeling that space of that hand that's been there. Like, I just find it so incredible. They've just discovered some, haven't they, that that the handprints you're on about, they think are around 20,000 years old. 
They found some a little while ago that they think are 60,000 years old. Where was that? That's amazing. I, I, I can't remember. I think it was South America. You've got the handprint, but I preferred his later work with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Through his animal period. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. They actually think that it was probably women and children painting. Oh, there you go. Yeah, of yeah, course. Which is so crazy because they, they were like sort of making... gathering a, and whatnot. Yeah, isn't that kind of cool? And also because the size of the, the features and stuff and like, I don't know, it's so sweet. It's amazing. We haven't changed much, have we? I mean, it's so interesting why the, how... Why the, uh, the man was out hunting and gathering, the, the, the woman was indoors decorating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, it's um, so good. Did you have art and creativity in the home growing up, Charlotte? Um, it wasn't really like um, part of the thing. My mum was a journalist, so it's not really like so in the um, art thing. Um, it came more like later on, started with like photography and then started building more and more complicated sets for the photography and then like um, basically sort of evolved into um, filmmaking and then sort of this stuff that escapes the film, I guess, and exists in the world mm -hmm. in its own strange way. Um. Um, um. A, a couple of other pieces of yours, which are quite stand out to me, relating to Lucy and Freud, yeah. being the benefits supervisor sleeping, spot on, superb. Uh, oh you're so sweet she's so amazing it was so interesting the whole process and it's like it's like 200 kilos a piece and it's quality metal with screen and it's sort of a restaging of of um of sue in um in Lucian Freud's studio original studio so she it was amazing because her body sort of really remembered like the the the, the 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 position of it and there was something kind of interesting we felt in reversing uh, you know reversing that that gaze and having her look look at the audience and in a way um look at the viewer and in a way subvert the notion of the muse i guess on which her fame has been sort of built um, and could so you yeah, just describe cool. for the for the listener how you created the portrait very similar to um uh, Lucian yeah. so basically lucian freud did this amazing painting of sue tilly uh called benefit supervisor sleeping resting he did a few different ones and he set her in her studio in his studio and and painted this sort of incredible oil paint of her uh, in the nude sort of lying on this couch with her eyes closed and so we restaged it remade the couch and the original so it's in the studio so it would be original floorboard and the original paint that would have been there and stuff Sorry. so it was super it was super yeah definitely when we came we we're like oh my god it's so incredible and on all the walls there was still you know the layers of paint and you know sort of stuck on and stuff and yeah and we, we there wasn't the couch any longer so we sort of recreated that and then uh, set suit uh, on it and then filmed her and broke up her her body into into parts and then they're sort of contained in these rusty metal frames um, and it's very slow sort of breathing with her and kind of being in that moment with her um, I think there's something super interesting about that whole Freud thing because it's interesting that you know, he's related obviously to Sigmund Freud, the therapist who's working yeah, obviously with couches and that kind of like relationship and the therapy. And then, you know, then Lucian also is working with the couch and the couch has such like an importance 
but you know it's a bit like when you go to the hairdresser or something you're there's something like between you and the hairdresser there's a mirror yeah, so you, can, you find yourself telling your life story to, to someone and being very yeah. open and there's that same thing with the the posing where like the 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 canvas is like in the way of the sitter and the painter and so in a way there's that kind of distance that allows you to share this moment which is a bit like out of time you know um, it's, it's a weird experience so yeah. isn't it I've sat myself a couple of times for artists and it is a strange false environment to be sat in yeah it's, have you sat yourself um actually just once recently for um Francesco Clemente which is really nice. um, he's very metaphysical you know he feels like some kind of magician uh yeah. the way he dresses and and his sort of atmosphere and there's like a sort of gong and it's very ritualistic Brilliant. what was your experience like what, what was your who uh, were well, you? it was they've all been with, with friends and artists that i know anyway That's so nice but what i did find with one artist he was concentrating on my eyes and he asked me to look straight at him <laughs> and when you're staring at someone for several minutes, it becomes quite intimidating. You look in people's eyes in conversation yeah. and your eye darts from left to right, up and down, whatever. But when you're actually staring into someone's eyes, it is a strange feeling. I had to keep looking away. And he was saying, just keep looking at me. But I could do it wow. for about maybe 40 seconds. And then I would feel self-conscious and I have to look away. It was like, what, did you feel like it was like an invasion of like a, a, a privacy or like all it was of that. revealing too all much? Of yeah, that. It's, it's so strange, isn't it? It's so, it's so crazy. The eyes are like, it's just mad, isn't it? There's something so um, fascinating about it. I think that's why also you've got the same thing with films. You know, I feel there's something kind of interesting because you never really experience people around you in close up you know mm. but normally unless they're really loved ones you know that you then see inside their nose or whatever like <laughs> while they're sleeping or like you stare at their mouth or whatever but but suddenly with with when you're in a cinema suddenly you see like people so massive and yeah. so close close to you and maybe I don't know I always think maybe that's why we have so much empathy for that's actors great. and stuff and love yeah. and because it functions nearly like a the the visuals of it is nearly like a love story in terms of breaking those boundaries of closeness like you had you know it's so funny because I got a mini version of it with you staring at the camera hi this is Craig Robinson from ways to win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA the future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So which piece that you've created has got the strongest emotional connection, do you think? Um... 
Well, well it's it, because you sort of like get, um, for me, like I feel like each piece like somehow comes from like some kind of obsession or problem at the time. And so at the time, it's definitely like the most important, you know, thing. But then somehow I hopefully, not always, I managed to resolve <laughs> little bits of stuff and try, quote unquote, to move on. Like, but um, um, so, yeah, but it, it's interesting how, yeah, how stuff grows. But I guess that the, the film in some ways has, you know, just by force of how much time and everything it takes and how all consuming it sort of is, um, definitely, um has been like you know a sort of tale of blood and tears oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know that feeling so in some ways like through content and form and through the the sheer sort of like push of it i guess it's got and all the connections as well you make on the way of all the different people and you know that's the thing isn't it like you put something and then these these little connections like this incredibly deep feelings that happen yeah. with like everyone it's, it's, around it's like us. a little journey isn't it to create the artwork and you yeah. sort of pick people and ideas up along the way don't you you know yeah it's so it's crazy isn't it and even like dreams like I, I don't know I feel like you know maybe we've met in a dream or like I don't know there's like this kind of thing I don't know why I just feel that well I guess it's what we're saying about this sort of cellular histories and stuff you know and that kind of thing that you carry from generations yeah. from that that woman decorating her cave <laughs> <laughs> you never know you never there's got to be something in there coming down that ancestral line there's a fun question i ask every artist and that is if there was you and five other artists past and present what would your ideal group show be oh wow but the thing is like my ideal group show would i have to be in it or no like that feels yes, you, like oh my god you and a couple of others oh past or present oh my god i would love to meet leonora carrington dorothy oh, yeah. tanning uh marina lasnig um probably this crazy character who i think actually gave the urinal to dusha and he stole her idea called baroness Sada. <laughs> and she okay. was like this um she basically uh was this amazing character who um is this this sort of out of money baroness who moved to new york in the 1920s sort of lived on the street but made herself into this crazy artwork and collected like ready maids and was madly in love with marcel uh yeah i think you'll love her you'll love her and then there's um you know that there's like a film that marcel duchamp did where oh no man ray did where he shaves a woman's pubic hair yeah, and stuff yeah. that was her she's a model oh, so she's like really yeah, i know so now, now she's got a face i know <laughs> excellent so it's so um yeah, she's really amazing sort of hidden um, woman of, uh, of history, which I think she's super cool. And there's um, so many of them as well, isn't there? I know, so many. But, and there's so many, you know, amazing people today. I'm just like, at the moment, I'm really sort of looking back at those incredible characters and I'm reading like some stuff that Leonora Carrington wrote. And, you know, she's so amazing. She had a bed in her studio and she's like tapping into her dreams and writing and doing all this kind of different stuff. I, um, yeah, I, I think you'd really like her. But. Brilliant. Well, I'm going <laughs> to definitely look into her, that's for sure. What do, you, what do you think you'd like to do, Charlotte, if you wasn't an artist or filmmaker? 
Uh, God, no. <laughs> God, no, be like so rubbish. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, don't know who would take me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to be self employed. Oh my God, I'd be, um, uh, what would I be? Probably, I don't know, probably a bum. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, not sure. Well, I mm. like the answer. People who have had art in their life, all of their life, they never know how to answer this question. And I absolutely love it because that means that, that you know, art is all you know and, and all you've needed to know. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably be like a librarian or something. I don't know. Beautiful. <laughs> You're in the Kensington Chelsea Art Trail this year. Could you tell us about the piece of work that you've got in that? Yeah, it's like, um, it's an amulet it's, and it's a, a sort of a ball with like, I don't know how to describe it, with like tentacles um, jutting out of it. It's sort of based on, on a cell in our body. And the, you know, I sort of um, did it during the... Oh, I've lost you there. I've lost you, Charlotte. Can, I don't know if you can hear me. Hello. Yeah, oh, you're quite all right. It's not. You're not the first person for that to happen to. There's a. <laughs> you're quite all right. <laughs> um well if you just help if you just bear with me a moment i'll see if i can do something on a speaker and we may be able to finish it on the phone i've never done this before i'll just i'll just be a moment right i'm going i'm, I'm not sure if this is going to work i've gone and got a speaker the only problem is you are going to um, miss out on my beautiful face. <laughs> oh, you're quite, you're, honestly, it doesn't, doesn't bother me in the slightest. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Just one sec, I'm sorry. Oh, right, I've got you. Right, now I've got you on speaker. I've never done this before. Oh, by the way, I'm... Oh, shit, sorry. I'm going to need a picture of the setup. This one's amazing. I'm imagining like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> all the cables and everything. Right, well, at the moment, I've got the speaker, that the, the microphone I was just talking on for Zoom, and I've got you on a, on a little red speaker about the size of a large can of beer next to the speaker. Right, so I'll keep it short now because I don't know when this is going to go again. But if I ask you that question again, Charlotte, um, and that was, could you explain to us about your work you've got in the Kensington and Chelsea Art Trail? Um, so the piece in the in the trail is called Amulet, and it was done during the lockdown. And the idea was to kind of create a piece that could evoke uh, magic and coming together and healing. Um, uh, kind of in the way like the evil eye 
you know, you sort of assign a meaning to it and it carries it through. And um, so it's sort of based on on uh, on the shape of of the cells inside of our, of our bodies. And um, and I don't know. I, I sort of hope that if um, we assign things to things like magic, it sort of um, it becomes real. Um, because ultimately, magic is just that, isn't it? Um, the belief that 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 something uh, will have an impact in the real world in a different way. Yeah. Also, did you see? I was looking at pictures of like NASA and stuff, and it was kind of like how you know those cells are so similar. Actually, and then there's a guy who was writing about how the the cells in our body and the stars they they if you, they look really similar, but they also look really similar to um, four story car parts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so cool! It's like brilliant. <laughs> the the artwork that I've seen uh, the cellular amulet was only sort of like 25 centimetres. How, how big is the one um, on show at the moment? So um, the, the one on show is a cast and it's in aluminium and it's about 180 centimetres. So, oh, okay. Uh, sort of taller than me. Yeah. And, uh, but the, 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 the <laughs> I'm revealing really short. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> it's not your fault you're a short ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the 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 tentacles um uh, are sort of quite big basically. Brilliant. And and whereabouts is that in, in the borough of Kensington and Chelsea? Um they're, they're setting it up around Latimer Road. It's so cool though, the idea of like a, an art trail and it being outside and stuff. I always like the relationship between pigeons and public art, the the, the fact that it's like the the best like souping ground there's something so amazing for that in terms of like how it exists within the world yeah i'm really excited to to be part of the of the show and um you know i think it's just such a cool initiative they've got it's, it's cool. amazing isn't it and it's i've said yeah. this to most of the artists that i've spoken to having artwork free for the public to walk around and see on an art trail absolutely beautiful about as inclusive as you can get isn't it and it feels like it's something that is just so weird that like there's you know in some ways you feel like thank god these guys are doing it because they're so amazing yeah it feels like all the playgrounds could be these amazing places designed to be really special you know with like all playground manufacturers would team up with art schools and get all the or whatever or, or just you know different even children could create these incredible artworks um, to make these spaces so special and communal. And and when you bring artwork out of a, a, a white-walled gallery and put it in a different environment, it has a whole new language, doesn't it? Yeah, it's so cool. And I've got kids, and um, it's always amazing when you're walking around to see how they relate to stuff and the idea that you know stuff is out on the street as well is so cool because then they can sort of climb and and interact so yeah it's, it's um it's really it's i think it's the best place for anything to be it's so cool i totally it's agree really well charlotte how can anyone see your work be it on social media or website social i i i am instagram um uh charlotte the Instagram and then the film she will and it's coming out soon brilliant I'll cut that there Charlotte because this is this is the the craziest way I've ever done a podcast but it's working perfectly <laughs> oh my god Gary you're a legend <laughs> 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 I'm a sort of 
Brilliant. But Charlotte, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your patience. Thank you, thank you so much. And thank you for your patience. Oh my God, I feel like um, <laughs> amazing. And all the very best for your for your film that's coming out. When is it coming out? Of July, sorry. Excellent. Now you're quite all right. <laughs> Hope you have a beautiful rest of the day and I hope to bump into you uh, in real life one day. Yes, please. I would love that. See you later. See you. Bye-bye. Brilliant. Hello. I'm Visalia Chilton, the director of Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail. The artist you've just been listening to is part of the Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail. The Art Trail starts on the 18th of June and ends on the 31st of August. You can find all the details on our website, kcaw.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. Well, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. So we wasn't dictated to by advertisers. We decided from the offset to go ad-free, which means obviously we had to self-fund. So we set up the Ministry of Arts Patreon page. And without that support, we would not be able to produce this podcast. So if you like what you hear and you're able to support the podcast, just go over to the Ministry of Arts Instagram profile. You'll find a Linktree drop-down box, which will direct you straight to our Patreon page. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you can help keep us growing week by week. But if you're not able to do that, that's fine because this content is free for everyone. But leaving a review on whichever platform you listen to your podcast, that really does help us get noticed and anyone else looking for an art podcast or even giving us a positive shout out on your social media. Everything is appreciated. But either way, thanks for listening. And until next week, Zada. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.